Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 have a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Live your dream. Well, it is party time. Hello, Power Partners. Welcome to our informational playground. It's Star Style, be the star you are. Brought to the airwaves under the auspices of the Literacy and Positive Media Charity, Be the Star You Are. We are your hosts. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to us on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. The Miracle Moment is brought to you by Be The Star You Are charity. You can go to bethestarur.org or btysa.org. And this is by Omar Khayyam. Be happy for this moment because this moment is your life. <laughs> well, that one kind of is appropriate, wouldn't you say, Heather? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Heather and I are returning from our Aloha in Paradise. We hope that you enjoyed our live broadcasts coming to you from the beach. And uh, today we have lots of things to talk about. First of all, uh, we wanted to say that it's so important to take a vacation, right? Because a lot of people don't. And when you don't, it really can affect how your work and your being and your spirit is going to be. And, uh, you know, even though Heather and I, we, we love what we do, and I know that we took our work with us uh, to Hawaii, but, you know, work is play for that. <laughs> so the broadcast was really fun when we were in uh, Waimea, and we hope that we brought you the spirit of aloha. So, Heather, as we know, uh, we had a wonderful time while we were gone, and we encourage other people to t- have a good time. And uh, let's talk a little bit before I talk about some stress that's been happening since I've been back. (laughs) Let's just talk about the importance of taking a vacation because if if you're just constantly under chronic stress, it takes a, a toll on our body and our body's ability to resist infection and um, even to avoid injuries. 
Yeah, well, you know, the main thing is kind of this time of relaxation that we, that we constantly talk about, Steph, how you should allow yourself, you know, X amount of play each day or some, you know, studies come out that people need to schedule in um, something enjoyable. We've come to society that we work so busy, we work so much, we're doing things all the time that we never really allow ourselves to unwind. And I know going into why I felt so wound up and coming back as uh, we'll get to the many things that come unwound once you come back, but feeling more able to handle stress. And that's the kind of thing is um, even on days that we may have, have day off, and I know I am um, a huge uh, a person that does this, and it's not a positive thing, is even when I have these days off, it's a rarity that I ever just take a day off and just enjoy and lay outside and do nothing. On the days off, it's usually that's the day you get stuff done. That's prepping for you the know, next day. You know, I think that's normal. I think if you live it, you know, if you're at home or you're going to work and you have a day off, there's always these to-dos when you do have some time off. So it's hard to just give yourself a break, which you yeah. know, really and affects that, everything you know, that, in our life. That sense, too, that you feel that guilt of that, well, I'm at home and there's all these projects, all these things that need to get done around the house, an endless thing. Um, and so before you know it, you know, you feel more excited. You feel like, oh, when the time comes for you to go back, oh, I just wish I had one more day. So it's sort of allowing yourself by physically getting out of your area. And I'm saying even, you know, getting out of your town, having a vacation um, of getting out, of not staying at your house or anywhere closer, nothing that has any of your own stuff in it. To get out, get away um, is going to be the best thing. And to help you kind of ease into it um, is making sure, of course, with all things, life has its stresses, but to kind of de-stress your situation so it will go in. The first thing is you want to plan ahead. And, again, you know, planning ahead, that's always hard. Everything kind of happens. But going into it, um, I think the best thing is having a game plan. I'm very big about, you know, what let's just sort of go with the flow, but having a sort of a set thing of here are some options we can do, here are some things to avoid, here are some places we want to go. So you don't well, get there. I, I agree because I, I have a, a motto that applies to both work and play, and that is if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So Very even true. for those people who say that I really love to be impromptu and I just love to, you know, just to go in, in the moment, I do think when it comes to taking a break and going on a vacation, you have to have some kind of a plan or exactly. you might actually maximize your stress instead of minimize it. Exactly. Because as you know, and especially usually, you know, I think a great thing too is with traveling with trips is um, a lot of times for our recent trip, it was a great way for a family to be, you know, for us to be together. We don't see each other so often. And as you know, especially with family, you know, emotions and things flare up and things can get really intense. So you need to, you know, have as little stress factors as possible. And having that game plan, um, you know, for example, constantly you know, when people say, oh, where do you want to go to dinner? Oh, I don't know. Or you don't know. And it becomes a thing. Or where should we go? And, and, you know, things, people get irritated when you're driving around trying to find this. Uh, so it will just help you so much easier just researching the area that you're going on, finding out what's going on, um, you know, potentially, the, you know, the weather. What is this going to be a good time to where you're going? You don't want to be going somewhere tropical if it's their, their winter and there's horrible storms. So just look into it. That will help so much. That will be your firm 
first really big thing. Also, another thing I'm planning ahead that kind of gets in, know the rules and regulations, especially when it comes uh, to travel enforcement, such as airlines. As we know, after 9-11, so many rules got enforced. Um, over time, things have sl- some things have slightly eased up, but for the most part, as you know, you can no longer carry on liquids unless they're in three-ounce forms and they have, you know, the certain amount you can carry on. There's also weight restrictions. Um, regarding baggage, and now, as we know, too, with many of the airlines, uh, that they're charging additional for, you know, even things such as carry-on, or they've really gotten strict about what you can carry on. I know on the way to Hawaii, I, uh, you know, we had to pay for checked-in luggage, and trying to minimize that, I put all my stuff into a checked, into a carry-on bag, but I had, I had it, uh, it's one of those that can fold up or fold down, and I had it at when it was higher, and they actually stopped me and said that I was going to have to check the bag or find another, figure out another way, so I, I, you know, I was able to work it out to putting stuff in one bag and this and that, but it was one of those that, you know, it kind of was a little bit stressful because we were just, you know, just in the nick of time to get there for our flight, so plan ahead. And you know, I just wanted to also say with that too, because it is true, you know, packing is really hard, but I also wanted to say about your comfort on the plane because something I know it's been around for a while but I used it on this trip and it was really helpful is uh, you know if you don't really like traveling and you don't want to be squished up and you want to find what seat is good go to seatguru.com because I know on the flight that I was booked on I originally booked on these different seats and I thought they were going to be great I went to SeatGuru and found out that the two seats I had booked my husband and I on were the two worst seats in the whole plane and so you know it really helps um i think that with technology today we have a lot of help at our fingertips and even with the check bags once in a while you can find a discount or a coupon or if you sign up for something the airline will give you complimentary bags or something so definitely do your homework there and that's part of the planning Completely, and also part of the planning is being in comforts with on the plane is um, gone really are the days of where they would give you beverages and food and, you know, even long trips now you still have to pay. So plan ahead. Um, that is, for the, unless you're planning to bring drinks and, and soup on, um, that the airlines, that they will allow you sort of this extra bite of carrying food. So you can you have the option of getting stuff within the food court. Be mindful of your fellow passengers not to get anything too pungent. But um, also as a way to kind of save money, because as you know, once on the plane as well as in um, the airport, things are three times the price. So planning ahead, things non-perishable that will last you the flight, you know, whether it's some fruit, uh, crackers, cheese, meats, whatever it may be. And for the most part, um, airlines today no longer, uh, at least in uh, in America, international, a little different, um, are no longer providing uh, the food. So you have to provide, or they provide it at a cost. So um, bring something that you'd like in as well. Um, I'm a big fan of bringing those little neck pillows as well as throwing in a blanket or, you know, a little a little uh, towel blanket or a jacket or socks because the temperature can change, fluctuate throughout the flight, and you want to be comfortable because depending on it, it might be a long thing. Um, another thing, once you get there, as I said before, you know, it's I feel that guilty thing when I'm home and I have days off. I never truly relax. I'm always wound up thinking of what i got to do next. And if that's one of those things that we can become worrisome, um, heavy on your mind when you're on traveling. If, if you know, you, you constantly are someone who has to check email, uh, emails every day because, you know, that's how your work communicates with you and you do all these things, don't feel guilty about it because it's one of those things you're going to be more stressed when you get home and have 10,000 emails. 
So, again, getting back to your plan, allow yourself, kind of making this daily plan. You know, oh, I'm going to walk on the beach, but say, you know, for one hour a day, I'm going to do one work thing. Of, I'll check my emails. I'll clear that out. Um, that way, you know, you know that it's you're slowly kind of minimized, that you're doing one sort of work productive thing, but you're not forcing your whole day with it. And make others around you aware that this is going to be my one hour of, you know, checking my emails, doing things, and then let them know sort of like how they have the things installed now on, on uh, Kindles that let the kids play on the computer, and then it kind of lets kicks them off and it says like, oh, you're 30 minutes of computer play are done and they, can, they can't access the computer. Make other, other guests aware of that, that. So that way you don't get stuck all day inside doing your computer because as you know, right, it's it, one thing and then you're doing it for hours. Exactly. I mean, and that's what happens when you have get the computer, and especially if you're doing something for work. But you know, your vacation really needs to to be an adventure. Like, I ours was incredible. We didn't even talk about this part when we were on the air. But you and your husband went skydiving. We all went shark swimming with the sharks. Uh, we snorkeled with turtles. You saw we saw turtles on the beach. We. We were really active. We hiked. We went to botanical gardens. We swam. You know, it was it was really a very exciting time. So you yeah. want no? To- well, I think the biggest thing for trips is, of course, you know, it's to you know relax. You know, get back to. I think the biggest thing, but also, is to have scheduled play and adventures and it, do new things. I mean, so many times, you know, you go to a certain place and people will always say, oh, did you do this? Did you do that? Um, of course, you know, you want to relax. And do it. But as you know, for me, I, you know, I can only take so much relax. I need, I need some adventure to make me want to relax. Um, but I think on this past trip, we were really good about, um, you know, having the two, of doing these I really fun adventures. I think we balanced it. It was very balanced. But also allowing um, yourself to relax, get some sun on the beach, because so many times um, I have done those trips where I, it was just go, go, go. We want to do this. We wanted to see this. And when you get home, you feel like you need a vacation from the vacation. You feel exhausted. You don't feel... You don't feel relaxed. You feel like, oh, God, I wish we would have just, you know, rested one day. So we were really good about the time of having days that we did lots of fun things and then taking the next day and just having a veg out. Uh, I think the most important thing is be outside, be in nature, enjoy. I mean, we're still enjoying it, walking on the beach, but having just those days of just sort of calmness. Um, which then it kind of excites you to get ready, you know, for the next day adventure. Have those, you know, a good combination of it for all trips, I believe. So. Uh- yeah, I agree. I totally, I totally uh, agree that um, the most important thing is to to have balance in whatever you do and to agree upon it with the people that you're with. You know, I think that's important. It's like what does what do people want to do, and that might be something if you're traveling with a group, whether it's your family or friends, that you agree upon it in advance because that can cause some stress as well if you don't. But let's continue. So these are just some tips on it is important to take a vacation. It really uh, resurrects your spirit. It gives you a new outlook on life. It just helps you feel a bit better about yourself. And anyone who just feels that they just have to work, 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 work all the time, they're going to learn to resent their lives. And uh, it's just not good for your body. It's not good physically. But now I just was going to touch on, so what happens when you get home? Yeah. (laughs) So uh, something that I do every time I'm traveling, and I travel quite a bit for both work and play, 
is that, uh, you know, as soon as I get on the plane, it's like, well, thank you, God, for letting me get to the plane. Oh, thank you for it started. It's leaving on time. Oh, we landed. Thank you. Oh, my car is still in the parking lot. Yay. <laughs> you know? So yeah. it's like every section of the trip. in life. Yeah, those little steps. I'm so excited. And, and on this one, I would say to my husband, well, so far, so good. You know, and it was funny when we found our car. It was the only one in this huge, huge lot. So when the bus picked us up and I gave him the ticket, he goes, oh, I know your car because it has Be The Star You Are on it. He goes, you're that red car. <laughs> you know, it's sitting all by itself. I was like, oh, good. It's still there. Anyway, but it was so it's sort of like you're grateful the whole way. So just in our case, um, we opened our door. We got home. And everything looked okay until we opened the door to the living room and our house was flooded. So while we were gone, a toilet, a uh, angle stop on a toilet had burst and it had been leaking through the ceiling. And the result is five rooms are pretty destroyed now. And uh, in the last several days, it has been blowers and workmen 24-7. And it is, it's been a disaster. My um, several, they're down to the studs. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> uh, so the first, when you get back in the morning at like two in the morning, and this is what you're greeted with, it's pretty tough to deal with. But I want to say that between insurance and cleanup people, everybody has been wonderful and reassuring. And it's like, you know, um, we're going to get you back. And the only thing I can think about is how when you're given lemons, you got to give lemon. You have to make lemonade, right? Haven't we always said that? Exactly. Or make a real good drink. Yeah, or make a real good drink. You know, it's funny that you say this because here this water here is my really beautiful living room. And for those of you who have been listening to me for all these years, you know that besides the entertainment industry and writing books and having the charity, that I'm a certified interior designer and I'm a professional member of ASID and have been doing this for a couple of decades. And right before we went on vacation, I literally thought, you know, I've done this uh, a very long time and it's now time to pass the torch. I was moving my offices, so... I got rid of all my design information and resources and books and and um, and all of the tear sheets and you know samples, carpets, fabrics, all that stuff. I I gave it to somebody who needed it, and it's like God or the universe has something else in mind for me because <laughs> I, I have to now redo a, a huge part of my home literally from the floorboards to the ceiling. <laughs> and we're talking everything from putting up, you know, new walls and moldings. <laughs> oh, when did Yeah, it's just it's one of those things that however, you know, you feel that because you have this moment of a recharge that, you know, it's again, it's not gonna be easy, it's not gonna be fun. And in the end, you know, it's always easier said than done when we always say everything happens for a reason. There's a silver right when you're going through it. It does not feel that way. But when, you know, in the end, when everything, when time has passed and the wound of healed that you feel like, oh, you know, because of this, this great thing happened. Um, and but you know, I, I do have I to wanna, say. Yeah, I want to piggyback on what you're saying right now because this is so interesting that, you know, I've always said there's no coincidences in life. There's only divine synchronicities. And as you and I know from our acting days, it's not what happens 
to us that matters. It's how we respond to it. You know, acting is reacting. So everything's about our reactions. So your first reaction when you see your house is destroyed and you all you can think about, not only is the time, the energy, the exhaustion, but the dollar signs, the expense of, you know, your sofas are ruined, your carpets are ruined, all your furniture is ruined, the tiles on the floor had to be pulled up. I mean, this has been, it's a disaster. But then... But then when you step back, we ha- you know, we have to be reminded of that silver lining. And what's so interesting is uh, just today, right before we got on the show, I, I felt these connections between the people that are working on it. I just found out that one of the people in the insurance company that I'm working with is an author. And he's also an author yeah. of, uh, and he's an author of an empowerment book. And in he and I are kind of on the same wavelength of the way we think. The people that were cleaning up the house serve pro and they are fabulous. Uh, they were just amazing. I called to just say how great everybody was and you know over the last five days and to thank them for their service and you know find out that the owners are like on the same path that we are as far as empowerment and helping people and so. I said to them, you know, maybe this was supposed to happen because we're all supposed to meet, you know. And um, and the plumber, who was a great guy, who, um, you know, who had fixed the toilet and then it burst. And I'm not putting any blame anywhere, but he's going to be yeah. sponsoring our Be the Star You Are booth. So all these things kind of came together. So who knows why things happen, right? Who knows? Positive, exactly. Positive things can happen, you know, again, that that, uh, you can't have a rainbow without a little rain or maybe a giant storm. But a lot of times, you know, during it, it's hard to find that. But once you do, then it's like, ah, it'll happen eventually. uh, When I was talking to the cleanup people today, I used your quote and I just, I said that my daughter always says, you can't have the rainbow if you don't have the rain. So, you know, and our favorite quote, uh, a quote that I've always lived by is, this too shall pass. Because I think when it comes to any kind of disaster, or any kind of destruction, as horrible as it is in the moment, uh, it passes. I mean, it's not going to last forever. You know, it's it's not going to last forever. So we just have to kind of keep keep going and you just keep on you keep on trucking and we do have to turn our setbacks into comebacks and that is a hard thing and that was something that was something that I learned from Roger Crawford who was actually the person that I met on the airplane who was a best-selling author who told me I should write a book and it ended up being the book be the star you are <laughs> and he he was we, we exactly. talked about yeah so you know, it's it, things just happen. And I think that setbacks are really only devastating when we think that they're going to last forever, but they don't. So we just have to get our feelings and decide that um, we're going to move on and give ourselves permission to release the pain and to say, let's enjoy the future and you know, make make uh, make something better out of what doesn't seem so good right now. And I, I know it's all going to work out. It's just that this year's been a tough one. So I suppose um, life is a test, uh, although I think we should have been given better instructions. <laughs> and a good thing to kind of help us to get to feel that awesome is by taking our trip first. 
<laughs> there you go. And a perfect wind-up to our segment. And, you know, that's why we wanted to mention this, actually, in the first place, is I what I really feel is had I not had a, a, a short vacation, having this um, this disaster, this horrible ruination of my home, which I may have to move out of, happen on top of having everything else that's happened in the beginning of the year, I might not have been able to take it. But I'm really, I think I'm, I'm handling it very well right now because I did have a break. And so my attitude has changed. And I feel, I feel like, you know, I'm going to be able to survive it and we'll be able to thrive and we'll, we'll be okay. But without that vacation, I'm not sure I'd be able to do it. So we encourage everyone to take a regular vacation. It is money well spent because the one thing that money can't buy is your health and money can't buy your happiness. So we need to relieve stress because these vacations literally pay for themselves many times over because your immune system is going to be boosted. Uh, your blood pressure your cholesterol, your, and your cholesterol levels will be lowered. You're just going to feel better. So, Heather, thank you. A great segment. Do you want to wrap it up with anything else? Yeah, most definitely. Money can't buy you happiness or health, but it can pay for your trip. So keep you working while you're working. As you know, we need all those benefits. I'll take out less stress, but allow yourself, you know, as something too, if money, again, is the issue, which usually it always is, um, start, you know, as many things I know we have to save for, but maybe start even if just a few dollars or 20 bucks a month or something, putting in a little in a jar or a little separate savings. Um, to have a little vacation. And with all those great travel sites out there today, um, you can find many things at a discount or that they will include other things in there. So that kind of helps jumpstart on this planning. Um, just kind of think of it again, is it health? So this is not, uh, you know, don't think of the money, think of it. Think of it as this is a time for you to recharge, get back in your health, explore new things, and maybe find a new and better part of yourself. I like it. It really, uh, vacations matter to your health and health matters. So, Heather, give out the websites, please. Most definitely. Why don't you go to BeTheStarYard.com as well as BeTheStarYard.org. Well, stay with me here on Star Style, Be The Star You Are. We're coming back with another segment, and we're going to be talking about improving relationships. I'm Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And you're listening to Star Style. Be the star you are. And we're coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. And if you can't tell, we are here to empower you. Stay with us. We'll be right back. The star you are. The star you are. Be the star. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, 
book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Be the star you are. Light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you into your headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Find all you need in a Thank you for staying with us here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I wanted to announce that Be the Star You Are charity has a couple of great events coming up, one on April 25th, and we're going to have a book bash blowout, and then on May 9th is going to be the Moraga Fair, and it is going to be sponsored by uh, Leapfrog Plumbing, and at both events, we are going to have a major discount on all books that Be The Star You Are has in its libraries, including our signature books. So books are going to be from $0.99 cents to $19.99, and some of those $19.99 books are $100 books. They're all brand new. They're all, uh, you know, they're all like recent books. And you can go to our website, bethestarur.org or btsya.org, btsya.org. Click on events. You'll find out more information. 5A Renaspace is partnering with us for the April 25th. And we are always looking for sponsors. If you'd like to sponsor, email me, Cynthia at star-style.com. It's tax deductible. You'll be part of a great charity. And we're going to have a lot of fun. There's going to be entertainment, uh, music, singing, crafts for the kids, complimentary food, and, of course, uh, the books. And then any that are books that I've written, I will be there to autograph them. And the other announcement I want to make is next week we have a really fascinating uh, show and we have an interesting guest coming on, Pete Crook. He wrote a book called The Setup, which is unbelievable true story. It's, and you know, like truth is crazier than fiction about a, a fraudulent investigative service that had this thing called PI Moms, and they've set this whole thing up to do a reality show, and it turned out that there were so many criminals involved. So make sure to tune in next week from 4 to 5, right here on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. You are going to love this show, and you're gonna, your, draw, your mouth is going to just open. Your jaw will drop um, from the story. It's, it is crazy. And uh, he actually is an entertainment writer, who became an accidental investigative reporter. So pretty interesting stuff. So now I want to just give uh, some information about 
how we can improve our relationships because there is this pervasive myth that somehow happy couples just agree on everything automatically all the time. And if you believe in this myth, you start entering a relationship convinced that whatever problems or differences you have with your partner are going to be so easy to solve. It's kind of like being in the honeymoon stage. But in reality, individuals who make up a partnership will disagree frequently, and they struggle over even minor issues. Uh, Of course, I mean, talking about a minor issue, you heard what just happened to me in the flood and here that's in my house, and I have 12 uh, huge industrial fans going. Some of them are like three feet high. The noise has been like, you know, just suffocating. And uh, I don't even own a hairdryer, but my husband is fastidious about his looks and his hair, and he washes his hair and blow dries it every day. So in the mist, the first day, the mist of I, my house is flooded. These fans are here. There's 12 workers, you know, running around, everybody trying to sop up water. Every time he plugs in his hair dryer, it blows the circuit. And he's running from outlet to outlet, plugging in. And all he's caring about is my hair, my hair. And I couldn't help but laugh. And I looked at him and I said, we're in a flood. Our house is flooded, and all you can think about is drying your hair. So, you know, I mean, partnerships, we're going to disagree. And so in the course of building and sustaining a lifetime relationship, couples are going to encounter problems and different backgrounds, experiences. There's going to be a discordance of, about events, and sometimes there's unequal rates of education. There's unequal rates of your growth. There's uh, conflicting needs for your uh, self-expression or for how much uh, contact you need to have with friends or with family. We might all have different values. We may have different religions. So it's complicated to keep a religion, I mean, or a relationship together. And you, what you want more than anything is to have a win-win. You know, we always want to be a team as, as opposed to competing. So The key word is cooperation. Now, sometimes when we're young, we may have learned to believe that we're not good enough or we're not fighting hard enough or, you know, you have to manipulate somebody to get what you want. But, you know, as partners, you struggle because you believe that's the way you're going to get your needs met. But what you have to do is really come together because if you act like that and act the way you've always done it, your competition is becoming stressful. It's going to be counterproductive. It'll be toxic. It'll poison the relationship because it's going to turn you into adversaries uh, as opposed to being your best support system. And what we have to do is be supportive and encouraging in order to succeed in any relationship. Now, when we're different or when we have differences or we have problems or conflicts, It can be frightening because the situations can be tense. It can also be difficult. But if you have a deep bonding and a sense of of being together, you know, disagreements are going to happen. And we just have to understand that we're individuals who may perceive things differently. We may have different needs, different wants, but we're not being rejected and we're not being disapproved. So... A relationship model is based on the idea that, uh, or some relationship models are based on the idea that one person must lead, the other must follow, one wins, one loses. And that's when partners struggle to be in control. 
And this isn't a good thing. In, in those kind of relationships, you spend your time fighting uh, or you spend your time feeling deprived or you feel resentful. So that belief that someone has to be in charge of the relationship or in charge of the couples is not a good one. Between partners in intimate relationships, competition becomes stressful. It is very, very counterproductive. And so you really have to stop, break it down, and figure out what you both need, what you both want, and how you can become a skilled uh, couple and untangle that web of blaming and hurt and anger. Because if you remain together with years of this, you're going to have all these unresolved conflicts, and that builds a backlog of bitterness that really can't be healed. It's like, um, you know, a bridge over troubled waters. That bridge might be broken. So you have to look at the problems that you fight about. And in every relationship, there's, there's always issues with housework, with time, with money, with child care, with sex. Uh, some of you are... Sometimes you're both hurt. Sometimes one of you are hurt. Sometimes one of you are angry. Sometimes you don't even know what's going wrong. Sometimes you want to cooperate, uh, but you don't know how. And so these problems cause friction, and they never seem to get resolved. And then that undermines what would be an otherwise loving and a viable partnership. So psychologists and uh, and sociologists have recently begun to discuss the elements of what makes effective decision-making. And among their discoveries, they found that decision-making, even in business, is more effective when everybody contributes their viewpoints uh, and everybody contributes their priorities and, as I said earlier, their needs, their wants, their goals, and any solutions because that is what we call cooperative. That's when both of you are contributing to the understanding of the problem. It gets the problem gets clearer, and then both people will feel more committed and more involved in that uh, process of finding a successful solution. So in a cooperative negotiation, both parties attempt to resolve a conflict, and that makes a decision involving them um, much easier because when you work together, you can solve the problems of the past. I mean, If you are fighting about money, and every couple does, because almost in every relationship, most one person will earn more than the other uh, as far as financial uh, dollars. But does that mean that they are contributing more to the relationship? Not necessarily. The person who's making less may be working just as hard or even harder. They may be doing more of the housework, or they may be doing... Um, the child care or the shopping or organizing the life or paying the bills or juggling any myriad of other things. So couples need to keep intimacy alive in a long-term relationship. And these are skills that most people don't talk about. Of course, you can read books, you can go to seminars, and, uh, and you can just keep on top of what's going on. But you know, we do need to lower expectations of all of that romance and glamour and all that kind of level of uh, excitement that every relationship is supposed to have. There's going to be ebbs and flow just like the ocean is. In long-term relationships, what passion is is a shared sense of humor and goodwill towards each other. We have to learn how to do these things. So um, a friend of mine 
who I've talked about before, who is a psychologist and an author. Uh, Her name is Tina Tassino, a wonderful lady. These are some of the things that she teaches people, and it's really important things. So you have to learn how to negotiate and solve problems together. And generally speaking, men value value competency and problem solving, while women value intimacy and emotional connection. So we have to learn successful problem solving, how it ends fighting and power struggles, and then for can lead to more intimacy. So uh, a woman may think that the man is focused entirely on time, power, or money, but what he might be trying to create is security so that he can feel safer to let his guard down. We do have to make time for intimacy because your face-to-face time is really sacred. You can't just FaceTime on a computer. You can't just Skype. You can't just text. And I don't know if you've ever noticed how if you send an email or you send a text, it's so often easier to be more ebullient. You know, you can put those emicons, you can put the little smiley faces and all of that. And then when you try to talk in person, you don't have anything to talk about. So you really do have to uh, cuddle, you have to sit on the porch swing, you have to just use this time for yourselves so that you can create this kind of intimacy and let the barriers fall down. Even just holding hands, having eye contact, giving some positive comments to each other, that will all help. To reconnect, you have to make an effort to listen and to understand the needs and wants. Now, the most powerful thing you can do to keep a marriage strong is to form a partnership. It's a team where both parties are feeling respected and cared about and needed. And if you really want to restore that marriage, you don't want to start by complaining and finding everything that's wrong with it, but you've got to find that connection. And then once you've got that strong connection, you can work out the issues from that. So it's kind of a different way of approaching. You can't hold grudges. When you talk about what's bothering you in a rational way and you ask clearly for what it is you want and you let your partners know what's important to you, then you are communicating. And if you're having a hard time agreeing on something, definitely get a counseling session because once resentment enters your marriage or your partnership, the price is going to be much higher than the price of a a counseling session and the smart people get counseling sessions so don't feel that you're failing if you feel like you need to go to a, a professional that's what they're there for also always show your appreciation let your partner know that you appreciate what he or she does whether it's the personality traits you know sense of humor their hard work um, their smile whatever it is or the little things like you know I appreciate that he takes out the garbage. I appreciate that she takes drives the kids to school or that, you know, she gets the bills paid. Whatever it is, um, you want to say that you want to celebrate, appreciate, and motivate. So those are some of the keys to a happy, happy relationship. I know that in our um, advertisements or our press for our show today, we talked about how um, we said that we were going to talk about how we can do be lovers to friends and friends to lovers and how can you keep those feelings in a new relationship. And Heather and I will dive into that matter another time in Health Matters because we felt today it was more important 
to talk to you about the importance of a vacation and the importance of learning to bounce back from a setback because nothing that happens to you is really forever unless it is death. So, you know, keep your chin up and get busy keeping your relationships going. And we always remember our motto, and that from the Bible, this too shall pass. You are listening to Cynthia Bryan on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We are broadcasting live, and we are coming to you on the Voice American Network. And this is the Empowerment Channel. We give you permission to be the star you are. I will be right back. And during the break, visit bethestarur.org or star-style.com. Back in a bit. The star you are. The star you are. The star. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. You must define the direction of your life before you can move towards a future that will bring you fulfillment. In order to take charge of your future, you must have a target. These are specific written goals. When you write your goals, you are telling your mind that you mean business. Break your goals into small manageable steps so that you can take concrete actions to get where you want to go. Identify the obstacles and create strategies to overcome them. Surround yourself with supportive people who believe you can be successful. Set timetables and stick to them. Your brain is like an inner guidance system that maps out your travels and the choices you will make. What you think about and talk about comes about. So it is imperative to control the information that you feed your mind. Change negative images to positive beacons of hope by changing the way you think about yourself, your aspirations, and your dreams. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your passions into profits. I'm Cynthia Bryan with another business bite from Star Style. For more information on booking a consultation or getting a coaching session, visit star-style.com or call 925 925- 377-STAR. That's 925-377-7827. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are. You are. your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive life-changing interviews and star-studded conversations on our award-winning program star style be the star you are hosted by the passion purpose and possibility producer cynthia bryan now back to the power party find all you need in the light that shines well you are so great for hanging in here with us today i am cynthia bryan and you're listening to star style be the star you are 
You know, before all of this happened to me, I was writing an article for my La Mirinda Weekly Garden, and the quote I used was from Albert Camus. It is, in the depths of winter, I finally learned that there was in me an invincible summer. And although I was uh, using this for a gardening purpose, it's very interesting that that was the quote, because I'm having to live by that right now, right? While I am going through this depth of winter, I know that there's a positive thing. Well, uh, after zero precipitation here in the last couple of months in California, we uh, reveled in like a couple of days in of, of rain in early February. But then all of a sudden the sun came out, spring appeared to arrive a month early, my flowering peach, plum, pear trees, uh, they're all completely done with their burst of color. And my landscape is really alive with the daffodils, the tulips, the iris, the freesia, the magnolias, and the periwinkle. But somehow we've really managed here in Northern California, and I think all of California, to skip the normal dreariness of this time of year. And we went right into Camus' Invincible Summer. Uh, my uh, pen pal in Norway was shocked to read that Virginia blooms here in California in January, while it doesn't even show its pretty petals in Northern Europe until April or May, which brings me to the reasons why I love to garden. And another one is called surprises, because as gardeners, we know that we're not in charge. No matter how much we attempt to control the outside forces, Mother Nature rules. We can no longer say that daffodils bloom in March or gladioli in summer. Our climate is changing, and we're constantly surprised at what pops up. Now, gardeners are stewards of the earth, and we have to adapt to her unpredictability. Love. Gardens evoke love. The birds and the bees are making love and passion in the garden all the time. And how many of us chose a beautiful garden for our wedding nuptials or as the setting for birthdays, showers, graduations, and other celebrations? Now, since I was a child, our family gatherings were always held in a garden, weather permitting, of course. And my, my husband and I, as well as all of my siblings, got married in the spectacular gardens of our farm. My mother planted for months, creating artistic palettes, using the colors each of us had chosen for our special day. Now, I call that love, because that was a lot of work on her response. Now, responsibility. After several decades of marriage, whenever I'm asked how to maintain a relationship, my advice is always just become a gardener. It takes responsibility to be a gardener. You have to be attentive to the needs of individual specimen. We need to know when to water, when to prune, when to fertilize, when to transplant. It's responsibility. And that could be a metaphor from the relationships in our life. If you want to grow a relationship, start with a plant. For first-timers, I recommend a spider plant. They don't demand much, and they prosper with neglect. Or if you prefer a colorful connection, orchids are not fussy prima donnas, yet they are radiantly beautiful all the time. Patience. A tomato cannot be rushed, nor can a carrot or a rose or a petunia. We can stand on top of the vine all day long, shouting, prodding, encouraging, but our efforts are not going to yield a faster growth. So every plant is growing in its time, and it's, it's in the time it takes to do so. Patience is the keystone of a gardener's life. Gardening is especially good for children to teach them the value of patience. For every time, every season, there's a purpose, and it is worth waiting for. Spontaneity. Now, seeds fly through the air and grow where they fall. Vegetables, weeds, and flowers, they are going to uh, be bedmates. No matter how carefully we curate our creations, 
the birds and the bees and the butterflies and the wildlife always have something else in store for us. Curiosity. The garden is a world of wonder and exploration. Discovering that tiny salamander or the croaking frog by the pond or the odd color in the parsnip, it gets us excited. So get down on your knees, investigate the insects, take a closer look at that calla lily, stick your nose in a Daphne bloom. Be curious because there's a lot to learn. Spirituality. We don't have to be religious to be spiritual. And the greatest cathedral in the world can't match the temple of Mother Nature. I am forever in awe and wonder at the miracle of our natural world. And when I'm in the garden, I feel as if I am connected to all living things. We are all living, breathing, magical creations, and we're united in a giant prayer of glory. Mistakes. Perhaps one of the most important lessons from the garden is that there are no mistakes. Failure is fertilizer. We heap our failures on the compost pile. We grow a new garden. So life is never quiet or dull, and everything is a blessing and a lesson in the garden. So may you discover love in your garden and appreciate the spontaneity and the generosity that nature offers. So again, I want to express my gratitude to you for always staying tuned here to Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We are hope to breathe to bring you great uh, personal growth advice and also to bring you the authors from around the world. We believe you can change your life and make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style, please visit star-style.com. Please make a donation to Be The Star You Are charity. You want to keep this show on the air as well as our teen show then go to be the star you are.org. There's a button there. Just click on donate and anything. Uh, every dollar counts. So everything is good to go. Also visit our teen website. Go to express yourself teen Our teens are amazing. In fact, I'll do a show and I'm going to have a couple of our hosts on because they are just so, so great. It gives you hope for the future when you know how wonderful our teens are. My aim is always to encourage you, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate you. I want you to see beyond your physical being, know that you are already a star, and learn to cherish the past, dream of the future, and yet celebrate every moment of your life. And please read a book this week because a book is a gem. It is like a a garden in your pocketbook. Uh, again, remember to go to btsya.org. Check out events. More will be posted soon about our April 25th book bash blowout with uh, entertainment. Tons and tons of books. Sponsors are 5A Renaspace, and we are looking for other sponsors if you're interested. Uh, there will be complimentary food. I'll be there autographing books. And also May 9th, please come to the Moraga Fair, our booth there, and uh, you're going to have a really great time. So, again, thank you for joining me. And until next week, when we celebrate once again, remember that love always wins, kindness always prevails, and smiles keep us happy. And when you have a setback, we want you to bounce back. Turn your stumbling stones into stepping stones and remember it's not what happens to you it's how you respond to it my name is cynthia bryan i am your personal growth coach and your passion producer and this is star style be the star you are have a wonderful week dream create inspire and make a difference 
It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style, Be the Star You Are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.